throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, beautiful soul family, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights, your home for spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. I am your host, Dear James, and together with The Unseen, we look at current energies, we look at what's the, the message, what's going on in the world, what's going on cosmically, universally, personally, globally. We look at it all, and boy, do we have a lot to cover. It's been very action-packed, hasn't it? I mean, for all of you who have been on this journey with myself and, and with the Lady Jacqueline from last year, last November, um, it's been the thing that I've noticed is that these energies have been speeding up, speeding up, speeding up. And so whew, there's a lot to cover, as, as usual, per, per usual. Um, as you all know, um, state where you are joining us from. I see Ann already. Hello, Lorna. Hello, welcome. Um, throughout the broadcast, we take your comments and questions live and incorporate them. It's the beauty of the unseen, that that uh, beautiful master tapestry for all of us. So welcome and just a shout out to everyone. So I'm going to jump right in and jump right off because it is a powerful message this week um, and a beautiful one at that. So our overall theme for the energies right now and the, and the numbers in this moment is the price of freedom. The price of freedom. And the price of freedom is innocence and change. And I just want to bring up, because we've been talking about this, here's the devil to the lovers. And they're, they're saying to us the price of freedom, innocence and change. And so you can see on the left side is the devil's card. And the devil's card is not a bad card in the tarot. It means, it, it signifies, and it's interesting, it's the card number 15. And in, in the Yijing, hexagram 15, which is a part of today's show, is about authenticity, humility. So how are we enslaved? How are we keeping ourselves small? How are we minimizing what are the stories and the beliefs and all of these things that are defining us as opposed to refining us. And so the price of freedom is innocence and change. And you can see that on the right side of the screen, which is also, it's, it's card number six. Six has been throughout last year, all of last year was a six year. And six in the, again, in the Yijing is about conflict. It also is about destiny. And so here you can see in the lover's card, it is innocence. It is this transformation, this change, this moment of opportunity. And look, and look how blessed. I mean, look at the imagery of the mountain, the clouds, the temperance, the, the unseen, the radiance of the sun, the halo. We have the tree of life. We have the, uh, the great spirit, the baptism by fire of the tree. So many beautiful aspects. And we stand in our, in our nudeness, meaning in our purity, in our divinity. And that's what they're talking about. So right off the bat here, right? Right at the top, the price of freedom. The price of freedom is innocence 
and change. And it's, that's what's required of us. That is the, um, that is the get out of jail free card. <laughs> and of course it's self-imposed, right? It's not that somebody else has placed us in prison. It's that we're doing it. So welcome, Colleen. Welcome, Elizabeth. And yes, hello, beautiful people. Yes, all around the globe, these beautiful people that are joining in. So thank you all for being here. Um, I want to start because there's so much to cover. So on the current energies, I'm just going to bring it up here. It's our current energies, intuitive insights, and spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. That's what we come to, to receive every week. And there's something here. I want to start with the quote. Um, no, they're saying to me, we're going to start with the first thing they gave me, which was the letter A. The letter A, so the first thing, instead of numbering them, they gave the unseen gave them to me as um, the alphabet because the numbers are so powerful. So they're balancing. It's another aspect of ourselves, this requirement, this need for balance, for knowing. So they said, first things first, believe in your transformation your destiny. So the price of freedom is innocence and change. And then first things first, believe in your transformation, your destiny. Without that, we're nowhere. So we have to start off. We must start off believing. And you're going to see how this plays in self-value, self-worth, humility, authenticity, um, innocence. All of these things are playing such a major role and, you know, the time is now. You see, I'm talking with my hands. I get, the, I get all the energy out. It's 2023. It's that 23. And the 23 is also, it's, it ties to our DNA. So all humans have 23 pairs of chromosomes. So it's a very interesting aspect that our makeup this is that year. Remember, it's a seven year. And it's, I'm just going to bring this up really quickly. Here's the seven year. And it's a, remember, foundation of God's word, divine fulfillment, divine perfection, divine completion. And it's really, it's like the completion. This, everything leading up to this is like, okay, we've completed and now we're going to fulfill. We're going to have the perfection, the fulfillment, the foundation. And it's literally the foundation of our being, our, our, our DNA, our chromosomes. It's like it's incorporated into this 23. And so that is demonstrating the presence and the power of the unseen and how pivotal this moment, this year is. One of the things before we go on is just for the astrological influences, bringing this up. Hallelujah. All planets are direct. Literally, we started out the year from last year, 2022, into 2023. Mars was retrograde, Mercury was retrograde, and Uranus was retrograde. Major planets. And as of just a few days ago, Uranus was the last one to just go direct. So all planets until the 21st of April are direct. And we've been talking about how, so we, we came into the year with kind of a, you know, like a nice ease, right? We, we come in, it's like, okay. And, and some, depending with Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde, you know, so movement, action, communication, 
things that, um, and Uranus, the unknown, you know, the, the expect the unexpected, these three planets being retrograde, it was like, okay, there's a handoff, right? It's like that baton, there's a handoff. And so they, they did it gently, nicely. <laughs> well, now comes everything's moving direct. And remember just, I believe it was last week, um, the Aquarius new moon, the sun and moon conjunct, and it's conjunct Pluto. So, and Pluto, for the first time since 1777, come March, is moving into Aquarius. It's a big deal. There's all this forward movement, forward momentum, and yet a little bit of the frustration mixed in. You could feel it because we weren't quite ready to take off. We couldn't quite get everything going. We couldn't quite affect the change that we desire. Well, here we go. And it's, so first things first, believe in your transformation, believe in your destiny. Do not give up and do not, especially do not give up on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. Realize that there is our time and divine time. Speak, sing into the choir here. And that with divine time comes this perfection, this divine fulfillment, completion, foundation, new beginnings. It's, it's our deliverance and it comes in. Um, and so I want to talk to you. So as we move into this and you're going to see hexagrams 25, I'm just going to bring them up really quickly. Hexagram 25, innocence and open. It's going to be our, one of our main themes. A sub theme is going to be hexagram 15, which is about authenticity and balance. It's what's required. One of the really big, big numbers that we're going to speak to throughout the show, that where you're, you're going to see hexagram 25, the innocence piece, being mirrored and married with 177. Because today, 1, 25, the 2 and a 5 become a 7. And 2023 is a seven. So take this image in for a minute. I mean, look at the auspiciousness. Look at the power and the empowerment of this one, seven, seven. And note that the one is slightly out ahead. It's, it's leading the way. It is the creative force. It is new beginnings. And then note that the seven, seven, they stand erudite. They, they are sovereign. They're whole and sovereign and complete as they are. And yet they're touching these two sevens. So imagine, en français imaginez, they say, so imagine that whether this is speaking to you in terms of self and soul self, self and others, relationship, career, work, governance, institutions, your relationship with these other people, elements, and so forth. What you're to know and what you're to carry forward from a place of innocence, from a place of humility, innocence, grace, is this fortitude that you have, this resilience, this magic and awe that you have that you are capable of creating the magic, the change, 
the transformation you seek. Because you can do it solely with self, self and soul self. So self, ego, mind, personality, self and soul self, the divine, the unseen, the host, the master weaver. That in and of itself is a transformational, it is the, it is the only relationship that we come into this world, into this life with, and we leave this life with. So fundamentally, first and foremost, embark on the self-soul-self journey of change, of transformation, of transmutation, because we got to transmute these things. we got to re-see, reimagine ourselves. And the auspiciousness, I, I'm leaving this image up because I just really want everyone to take in the beauty, the power, the richness of it. And it's, it is the fool's journey because, again, I'm going to switch to the fool. Here's the childhood innocence on the left. It's the Stephen D. Farmer Earth Magic Oracle Cards. And on the right is the fool. It's by Brigitte Ashwood, the Luminous Tarot. The fool embarks on this journey. In the knapsack, all the tools. It's the, everything the magician has is in the knapsack. The beautiful flower, the radiant sun, your faithful companion, the, the purity of the white dog, the companion. And again, remember, when we step off, when we step off the cliff, the ledge, when we step beyond our comfort zones, we're not just stepping out. Look at all the beautiful clouds, the unseen. When we look at the Four of Cups card, remember the Four of Cups card has, it's not the three that are down on the ground, right? Here's the, here it is. You see it on the left of your screen, the Four of Cups. It's not the three cups that are on the ground. This is what we already know. What we are looking for and what's on offer to us is the cup coming from the unseen, from the clouds. When we move back to the fool, to the journey, the clouds are at the bottom. So this is what's on offer. This is what is on tap for us. And this is where we're going to see all these energies coming together and playing. What the um, what the unseen wants you to know, and I, I find this just so beautiful, is that they said to me, the second thing they said to me, which was really quite hilarious, they said, equal opportunity employer, meaning the unseen, the universe, God, source, spirit, symphony, Allah, Buddha, however you see higher power, source, the, the master weaver, the host, is an equal opportunity employer. And I looked up the definition of this, the, literally the legal definition of this, and I thought it was just amazing. So imagine it's that the unseen, the universe, the host, provides equal opportunities to all and prohibits discrimination and harassment of any type without regard to race, color, religion, age, sex, national origin, disability status, genetics, protected veteran status, sexual orientation, gender, identity, or expression, or any other characteristic. 
what they're saying to us is literally there is no separation. There is zero discrimination, separation. There is nothing that prevents each one of us from achieving the price of freedom. Freedom, our freedom, our liberation, our transformation. They are an equal opportunity provider. And for a long time, for a long time now, we've been talking about what we've had is about work, right? We go to work. And so many people work um, out of necessity. Um, and this piece of we have to pay the bills and, and put food on the table and have shelter and and in this 3D environment, money is the currency by which that moves us or allows us to interact and operate and, and flourish. However, that's attached to the word work. And it has kind of like, uh, it has a heavy connotation to it. Well, you'll see how what they've been talking to us about for some time now is about moving from work. So I'm bringing back up this, you know, the devil and the, and the lovers. Moving from work, enslavement, and that's not, to, that's not to criticize any institution, business, and so forth. It's simply bringing to our awareness, to our consciousness, where have we made choices where our work has enslaved us? Where we don't believe self-value, self-worth, we don't believe we can truly have what we desire. That, that we move from work to works, doing the works. The, see, the works, I'm going to bring myself back up here. The works puts a smile on your face. Oh, I get to do the works, or I get to have the works. I get to have it all. That puts a smile in our face from the inside out. I have to go to work. Mm, it, it's, it's a downer. <laughs> Unless you really truly love, unless you're already doing what you really truly love, it's going to work because we've approached it from the standpoint of necessity. We've told ourselves a story. In order for me to have X, Y, and Z, I have to do, I have to sacrifice, sacrifice this. I have to go about this in a way that is inauthentic. It's not my soul's true desire. It doesn't necessarily bring me joy. I can't make money doing it, so I don't do it. I don't pursue it. I put it on the back burner. It's a pipe dream. Yada, yada, yada. We can go on. So this is why. This is where they're saying the price of freedom is innocence and change. Innocence is what allows us, at state of innocence, it's that state of awe. It is, I'm bringing it back up. Look on the left side, the childhood innocence card from the Earth Magic Oracle cards. You see the in the, in the uh, lower left, the young boy, the young girl, the sun radiating through, and there's this awe and wonder, the fool looking at the fool. More a young person, a, a younger, you know, anything's possible. 
I can do anything, everything. So from youth on up, we move. There's still an innocence. There's still an awe. There's still a magic. There's still a bounce in our stuff. There's still something that says anything's possible. And then life has come along and kind of dimmed that light, dimmed that halo, that belief. And this is all about restoring the belief, the faith, the trust in the unseen, the trust in your innocence, your youthful innocence. It's not about being naive. It's about being enthusiastic. It's about being renewed. It's about renewing ourselves and seeing what we do from a whole new a whole new manner. So let's jump into um, hexagram 25. I just want to start there before we move to the 177. And you're going to see how these tie together. So hexagram 25 is innocence. Its action is open to open. Its hidden influence, development, flower. It's about returning. See, it's about developing. It's, it's about returning to the innocence and the essence of ourselves that allows us to blossom, to flower. And its underlining cause is pushing upward, ascend. This is, this is about, this is a transformational moment. And it's on offer to all of us, equal opportunity employer. There is not a single human, 8 billion people walking the planet. There's not a single soul, human soul, that this doesn't apply to, that it's not possible for, no matter the circumstance. Where there's a will, there's a way. And you can find the way. You got to align with the way. So, and let me know how this is resonating. Put in the, put in the comments how this is resonating. Are you feeling these energies, this optimism? Are you seeing the juxtaposition of what they're talking about? Work to works, enslavement to lovers, meaning freedom, this unenslaving ourselves. Unburdening, unlayer, un unlayering, unmasking. There's a beautiful quote. This is from Carrie Hone from um, Cafe O Soul. When you don't know what cannot be done, you will accomplish great things. That is the truth of the matter. When we do not know what cannot be done, great things will be accomplished. The Taoist perspective honors three treasures. C is the ability to know compassion when relating to others. Where you treat all experiences as if it is a part of you. This is called owning your condition. Jin is your appreciation for the uncarved block or the ever-changing aspect of life by remaining malleable in your observations and simple in your desires. Simple means pure. It doesn't mean I can't reach for the golden rings and for the stars. It simply means to be pure in your desires, in how you move. And to not be, again, I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I should have brought it up at the top of the hour. It's a quote. I'm going to come back to this. It's this quote from Source. And then they said, we know what we know, meaning they're speaking as us. We know what we know until we know. So what this means is 
we have an understanding, life experience, all of the beautiful people, souls, parents, teachers, partners, spouses, bosses, all of our interactions form our opinion, our perspectives, and so forth. And so the unseen, Spirit, Source, and Symphony, the Master Weaver is saying, yes, okay, so you know what you know until you know. That means we can know all we know. And life is ever-evolving. We are ever-transcending, ascending. Remember, hexagram 25, ascend. Through innocence, we ascend. Through innocence, we release these beliefs, these experiences, these lessons, these shoulda, woulda, couldas. We release them because if we hold on to them, if we stay stuck in that, then they define us. They're meant to refine us. They are never meant to define us. They are never meant to keep us enslaved, encapsulated, held back, held down. They're meant to refine us, to liberate us, to pushing upward, to ascend. And so this is where, so you can see where this is, um, these are the observations and the simple things that in keeping them pure, we keep ourselves open to evolving, to constantly evolving, to constantly leading with our soul, checking in. Because the ego mind personality, the self is the one, the ego is the one saying, ah, I'm in control. I've got to keep the human safe. These things aren't safe. Oh, this experience has taught me this, da, 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 da. And you see how compact, how, how boxed in that all is? However, when we lead with the soul, when the soul, when we just listen to the purity of our soul, the soul will say, okay, yes, this is on the surface. Now look underneath, look within it. Uh, see the role the person's playing for you. Can you see why? Can you see what you asked of them? So that I will refine myself, so that I will expand my journey. I will. I will have greater depth, greater wisdom, greater empowerment. I will, um, I will move with ease is what they're saying to me in the moment. There's a grace, there's an ease, there's a fluidity by which I move. So much of the astrological energies we're coming into are air, Aquarius, air. And yet Aquarius is the water bearer. Our emotions are the fluidity the nourishment. It's as if, and both, air and water just effortlessly move. Nothing is, nothing is beyond their ability to, to permeate, to pass by, pass through. And so this is, this is what's being asked of us. And the way to, the way through, is to be in a state of innocence, in a state of change. If we think that we can just keep everything the way it is, this time, this moment will never change. Who I am right now will never change. That's not being malleable with the block. And you're the block. We, each of us is our own block. And we're the carver, right? We're the weaver, the carver, the sculptor. We're constantly changing and, and casting that block. 
So we go on to here to say Bugon, and I hope I'm not um, just butchering this. Bugon Wei Ji Jian Ji Jian is how you do not play the host, but remain the guest of a greater unfolding. See, if we think that we're the host and we're controlling, manipulating, controlling, leading with our ego mind, our ego is telling us, no, safe, not safe, you know, then we've lost the, we've lost the plot. We've lost our ability to be one with source, to be with our soul self connection and to go as guided because it's the fool's journey. We're constantly on the fool's journey. It is to be the guest, not the host. So you see how you play the you do not play the host but remain the guest of a greater unfolding. That's also saying what the unseen or your soul self connection what your soul will do is a far greater unfolding than what you ego mind personality self will allow or create. Period end of story, mic drop it, done. It's just a fact. The soul is limitless, expansive, it already knows, it knows what's possible, and it's going to lead you to it. The ego mind will say, no, 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 I can't, I can't have it, I can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You rise from sleep where, you mind, where your mind was open and then climb back into a type of sensory awareness that classifies everything. Just as you do in dreams, it is important to hover at the doorway of perception without judgment or attachment to an outcome. Innocence asks you to keep an open mind so that the creative can lead you toward an environment that is beneficial to you, suggested by the hidden influence of development. The soul has this overarching awareness, knowledge, roadmap of us, of each of us, uh, individually, the whole of the whole, our business, our governments, our institutions, it's all in there. And it is constantly, the creative can lead you toward an environment that is beneficial to you. It's wanting to move you to a greater um, state of being, a greater opportunity. We're pushing up required um, action. Innocence is best developed through non-action. Non-action meaning perceiving things so as to know. So notice that at the end of the year, Perceiving in action. This we're going to slow roll us into the new year, so that we can see. We can see the new. We can see this, and then it's going to unfold for us, so that we then know. Because they it talks about step back and allow events to show you what and why a situation is unfolding. It's to allow us the the discernment. It's to allow us the ability to see, to know. To see is to know. It's not mental. It's a feeling. It's, an, it's, it's a knowing. It's the Aquarius. It, air, movement, fluidity, knowing, emotion, water, emotion, the, the water bearer. And so without this purity of perception, calamity can ensue. Yet even in calamity, you can discover the sage's greatest lesson, tranquility in disturbance. So this we can go about this, this journey, this renewal, this releasing from enslavement, this whole new way. Conflict, 
destiny. We can go about it the easy way or the hard way. (laughs) And what this is talking about is even in the hard way, we choose the hard way, even in the calamity, we can find tranquility in the disturbance. But that means that we must be open to open to see it, receive it, to recognize, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm swimming up river. I'm fighting against the, the stream. I'm making this hard on myself and thus others. And, oh, I'm doing that? Uh, that's a calamity. I've got another two-word phrase I'm not going to use, <laughs> an S show. It's, we can do that, but we don't have to. We can simply trust. Synchronize your inner thoughts to events. Know that you are free of blame when you follow the course of events rather than attempt to coerce a a solution for for the sake of speed or gratification. So in other words, when we're in the flow and we're not out there commandeering, manipulating, controlling, doing all this stuff, for whatever sake, speed, gratification, fear, a shadow element, It's about releasing that and saying, no, no, I'm going to know divine timing. I'm going to know when to go, when to hold, when in and walk, be fluid with myself because my soul is leading. My soul is in charge. My innocence is present. It's at the forefront. My, My belief says, be like the child who has not yet learned to smile, but simply remains observant to unfolding events. So you can see, this is hexagram 25, and today's the 25th. But you can see, so within the 25 is the 7. Within the 2023 is the 7. We're going to come to that. I'm going to bring in your your comments. Colleen said, yes, except I have been having such a rough month. I think this is the challenge, belief. Exactly. When we're having a rough moment, when we're experiencing challenge, Take the word challenge and change it to opportunity. It's not a challenge. It's an opportunity. Then ask yourself, what's the opportunity? In this rough moment, what am I not forgiving? What am I not wanting to release? What am I not wanting to change? What am I fearful of or afraid of? Because all of these challenges come to us and they're really opportunities in disguise. And belief. Belief is so powerful. I'm going to bring it in. It's, the, it's um, item D, number four. So it's foundational. What the unseen said with this price of freedom, innocence, change. They said, believe for belief's sake. Find it at your center, your core. And then it had to do with works. W-O-R-K-S, plural, works. Now, there's two things. And there's a famous, I'm going to put this in the in the show thread after the show. There is a, a famous um, Bible a verse that in essence, and it's by Master Jesus, and it, and it says, believe for the, for the sake of the works. So in essence, believe because you're being shown that it's the way. The way is the innocence, is to surrender, is to lead with your soul. It is to 
And in that purity, everything is possible. Everything will unfold. You will have a far greater experience than you've ever created for yourself mentally from the ego. Doesn't mean that we're not supposed to have a healthy ego. We talk about this all the time. Yes, from a state of humility, not hubris. From a state of grace, not arrogance. So believe for belief's sake. The power in that is in the believing it's possible, in the believing that you know what to do, your soul, not your mind, your soul knows what to do. It will never lead you astray. And no matter how much trepidation, fear, anxiety, whatever that we face, the minute we, we surrender and we follow it, we go with the flow, we go with the soul, the flow of the soul, we're in the works of it. We are believing in for the sake of the works. We are believing in the purity of the truth. Not what the human experience, the mind, has said happened to us. No. It's always for us. We just have to be willing and open to see it. To believe beyond we know what we know until we know. We got to look beyond what we know to invite in, ah, there's more. Ah, it's ever-changing. Ah, I'm ever-expanding. For the purpose of the works, for the purpose of ascending, for the purpose of being free, liberated. So Lorna's saying, it's speaking to me loud and clear. That's awesome. We are always learning, yes. Marilyn is saying, do you believe we know only after death. Um, no. We know what we know until we know. So it, what you're saying is, do we know the whole truth, the whole picture? Only after death. No, because this is this is the beauty of your statement, your question, Marilyn, and it's it's so it's so poignant and, and good, juicy as the Lady Jacqueline would say. Because our soul knows what you're, what you're saying is, do you believe we know only after death? Well, what came before death? Our soul. What comes after death? Our soul. The continuation. That, that divine spark, that strand. We have every opportunity while we are incarnated, while we are, quote, alive in this human incarnation to know. We just haven't done it to the extent because with the mind, the ego mind personality constructs, de destructs, manipulates, uh, begs, barters, steals, negotiates, uh, procrastinates, delay. But here's the soul. So there's the ego out there just running amok. And the soul just sits there quietly, erudite inside going, okay, I'll, I'll wait a little longer. But see, 2023 is the year of not waiting any longer. It is about divine fulfillment, divine completion, deliverance. It is about the foundation of the promise, of the ideal, of the works. And the soul knows. The soul has always known. And imagine, remember, imagine meaning go back when we were, when we were little kids, when you were a child. And I don't care how old you are. I don't care how tough, rough, and horrible it's been. When I say I don't care, I mean it does, that doesn't matter. 
We, in every moment, we have the ability to go back when we first came in. Because children see, you know, they say from the mouth of babes, children see, children know. Why? Because they're still highly connected. They can, they're still connected to the other side of the veil. They're so um, guided by their soul. We see this also later in life. Elderly, the elderly, as they move into all of that hardness, a lot of the times, the hardness, life, I'm using air quotes for everyone, um, it all dissipates. They find they're more, they become, my mom and I talk about this a lot, you know, she, she cries more. She's older, and so she's more emotional. It's because she's feeling more. She can feel and sense the things, and all of the, the what I knows start to, you know, unlayer, fall away, and just the, the poignancy, the purity, the, the, the source of it all comes to the forefront, and it moves you. It's emotional. So this is where we know, to go back to Marilyn's statement and question, do you believe we know only after death? No. That is a choice. If you choose to know in every present moment, when you choose to lead with your soul, when you choose to trust your soul, when you choose to trust the unseen and that that unseen tapestry, the threads, the magic, the awe, the wonder, the childhood innocence of it, the purity of it, the goodness, you will know in every given moment. It is a choice. Because that thread, that golden thread, is the one we come in with and the one that is with us the whole time and the one we exit with. It's constant. Um, Lorna says, not define, refine. Yes, exactly. Do not allow your life experiences to define you. Allow them to refine you. Um, Lorna is saying she's an Aquarian. This is so good. Yeah, this is just a one. You're, you're coming into your, you're coming into your own. You know, this is where, and, and thank you, Aquarians, for, for this golden moment, this magic this for leading uh it's like what they're saying to me is like thank you all thank you aquarians for filling your vessels your pails with this knowing it's a, it's like you know what we're talking about and the aquarians are sitting there like we've just been waiting for all of you to catch up you know like each each astrological sign has its brilliance and its part in the tapestry and aquarians come across air, my grandma, my maternal grandmother. When I love of my life, meaning, oh my gosh, it's it's come down the line of of my maternal line of this absolute love, like purity, love, goodness, and how you gravitate to it, an Aquarian. And Aquarians have been waiting for the rest of us to catch up. They're like, don't you know what's on offer? Don't you know what's on tap? And yet there's a process. There's divine timing. We are at that time. Here we are. So um, 
Elizabeth, I have been working on knowing my own purpose to get to the core reason of why I am doing what I am doing and why it's important to me. It's taking lots of work, but I think in doing the footwork, I am helping myself to see what I do next and why. Yes. And I'm going to come back to this believe for belief's sake. Find it at your center, at your core. There's a movie. It's an animated movie. If you have not seen it, watch it. If you have seen it, watch it again. And here's the beauty of this. It is by, it's a movie that was made by Paramount and DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Dream. Childhood. Innocence. Works. Plural. DreamWorks. And the movie is Rise of the Guardians. The beauty of this animated movie is that it is exactly about what's at your center, what's at your core, so that you know all along, once you find it, once you, once you come home, you'll know exactly, you'll be in alignment, you'll know exactly what's your purpose and why, who you are. Because it's not the ego. It's not the one that you've been telling yourself in the, the scripts and the stories and the, all the shadow stuff. It's all that shadow work. It's about the purity. It's about the works. The dream works. The soul. The, 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 the real you. Not the one that we created. Not the one that the ego constructed. Made safe. There are two different... So this movie, Rise of the Guardians by DreamWorks, what's at your center? And you'll see in the movie, I'm not going to give anything away, what's in the movie? You'll see the point where it's so poignant, what's at your center? It's beautiful. Um, So Elizabeth, right on point. Um, Because again, um, finding yourself and your center and what you do next and why when we do it from that state of soul-centered grace, being the guest, humility, it's so joyful. It's so empowering. We just have to trust it. It's, it's, it's exercising. It's training ourselves for this new way of being. It's always been the way we were supposed to be. <laughs> we're just seeing it as new because there's a shift. There's this massive shift to coming back home, to, to, to being what we've always been, leading the way we were always meant to lead, experiencing as we were always meant to experience. So I want to jump in. I'll come back to some more of your comments in, in just a moment because I want to make sure I get in this. I'm going to bring it back up to this beautiful image of 177. And you're going to see how this 177 ties into hexagram 25. Um, and so, and I'm, I'm reading this from, uh, this is, pardon me, sorry. Um, yes, I'll put it in there. I had it um, up. Sorry, it's from numerologysign.com. And this was um, written by Jessica Seuss. And it says 177 is a reminder that it is up to you to go after what you want in life. You may be feeling scared or like you are not good enough. 
The angels know that these are difficult feelings to overcome. However, they suggest that the best strategy is to take action. Here we are. We've had that we've had that soft slide into the new year and now we're ready to take action. Now we're ready to move and to move forward. So it says the 177 angel number will often show up when the reason we aren't acting is fear and doubt. Perhaps we fear failure or doubt that we truly have the ability to achieve something. It could even be that we don't really think we deserve the things that we want. The number 177 tells us that these are just symptoms of self-esteem, low self-esteem, and that we need to work on loving ourselves. See, this is about surrendering the ego, surrendering the shadow, surrendering, not killing, not annihilating, not creating negative energy because to because we're mad at ourselves because of these, the devil, the side. The devil is there so that we will see, so that we will refine, so that we will see what's on offer. So it's about surrendering the shadow, not killing it, not annihilating it, to see it and then surrender it. Namaste. I divine, I, I bow to the divine in you. I see it. Thank you. And now, soul, lead. Take over. Lead. Let me exercise that muscle, my soul muscle, S-O-U-L. It says that angel number 177 also points to our intuition and its power to help guide us through life. It is also our intuition that will let us know whether seeing the number 177 is a sign from the angels. This jumped out at me so loudly. One seven seven. Um, it talks about the fact that the unseen will utilize numbers as a way to communicate with us because the whole of the universe is mathematical. It's based on numbers. It's why science numbers never lie. They can't lie. They're absolute. And so it's a it's a very big way. So you guys may see eleven eleven, twelve twelve, three three three. 7-7, when you see repeating numbers, it's a, it's a means by which the unseen is communicating with you. And so you want to then pay attention. This even, and this is the brilliance of tying this in with 23 and the DNA. So we're talking, they're talking about that this is a fundamental building blocks. The numbers are fundamental building blocks of the universe. As such, like human DNA, each individual number carries its unique information and frequency about the universe. This is information that we are able to decipher. So we're able to see this. So here are a couple of things that go with this number 177. And I'm going to bring it up. I just want this number, the image of the 177 to be with you while, while we talk about this. So first thing, 177, eliminate your fear of change. Angel number 177 is always a call to action. It will often show up when we are in a state of indecision or fear, which is stopping us from doing the things that we need to do. The number often shows up to help us overcome our fear of moving forward. If it's just with yourself, the, the, the biggest relationship you'll ever have in your life, if it's a relationship with others, 
if it's about a relationship, a work environment, um, an institution, whatever it may be, a place that you're living or with whom you're residing, all of these different things. When you know, your soul knows, it's not the chatter up top. It is the wisdom of your soul. It's that knowing. It's a feeling. It's an emotion. You feel it and you know what to do. Eliminate your fear of change. Surrender it. Surrender it. It says, this reminds us that even when we are doing nothing, we are not standing still as everything around us is moving, changing, and moving, changing our relative position. This means that the main difference between action and inaction is that when we act, we choose our destination, while when we stay in one place, our destination is chosen for us by other forces. It's the force of the shadow. It's the force of fear. It's the energy, force, energy. Fear, every, everything, every emotion is energy. Love is energy. Fear is energy. Humility is energy. So fear is simply energy. Are we using it as a catalyst to propel us forward? Or is it immobilizing us? Is it keeping us stagnant, held down, held back, enslaved, blocked? So, but to say that we're doing nothing doesn't mean that nothing's happening. A lot is happening. And you can feel it building within you. You can feel it when, we, when you know to make the right choice the next step and you're not doing it. It gets louder and louder and louder. The discomfort gets louder. So we have eliminate your fear of change. The second thing is don't hide from the people closest to you. Angel number 177 can also show up when we aren't being authentic with the people around us. It can appear when we are hiding elements of who we really are, or playing a character, a role, wearing a mask, in order to find acceptance. See, that's the mind. That is the ego mind personality doing that. The soul will never do that. But the ego mind personality will. It says 177 tells us to stop playing games with the people who are important to us and be ourselves. Those who are meant to be in our lives will accept and love us for who we are. This is not to say that we need to be the same with everyone. We all wear different hats at different moments. Your, prof your professional persona may be different to how you are with your closest friends, but always speak um, from a place and stand by what you believe. Believe for belief's sake. We know what we know until we know. Be open, be malleable, lead with your soul. Um, because I want to bring this in at this moment. On the temple of Adelphi, I'm sorry, it's the temple of Apollo at Adelphi. There are three things that are shown. And so let me just, I'm going to bring this up. Sorry, here we are. So it talks about the fact, the ancient Greek aphorism, know thyself, um, is the first of three Delphic maxims inscribed in the forecourt of the Temple of Apollo at Delphi. The two maxims that follow, know thyself, 
are nothing to excess and certainty brings insanity. So here it is, we're talking about, and you can see, know thyself, nothing to excess, harmony, balance, and know thyself is the soul. We're going back to Marilyn's question, know thyself. Know thyself isn't about the knowing the, the, the persona, the mask, the what the role we're playing for someone else or playing for ourselves because we feel we need to. Know thyself means know your soul self. Nothing to excess, harmony, balance, mediation, surrender, humility, grace, all these good things. And then here, this very powerful, look how certainty brings insanity. Source gave us the quote, we know what we know until we know. When we're stuck, if we believe that we know, and that's the end of the story, well, high, high insanity, because there's always more. There's always something greater, deeper, farther, wider, higher for us to receive. So when we're stuck in our ways, when we're stuck in our beliefs, when we are boxed in firm, hard, certainty brings insanity because it means you're not willing or open to see to see and that is ever changing ever expanding it doesn't mean the truth isn't the truth that's not what they're saying what they're saying though is if we believe that we know you can't possibly yours isn't the then we're not really it bring it invites insanity it brings insanity because we're not open to seeing the entire picture, the entire tapestry. It's like knowing what one thread of the tapestry, knowing what the tapestry looks like based on one thread. It's impossible. However, when we stand back, when we know what we know until we know, when we allow more to come in, ah, okay, okay, I see it now. Or, oh, okay, there's more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> so. This is talking about this, don't hide from the people closest to you. Surrender the masks, the labels, the identities, the stories, the scripts, the certainties. Surrender them and be your authentic self. Those who are meant to be in your life with you on your journey will be. And not everyone, you know, a reason, a season, a lifetime. Not everyone's meant to be there for a lifetime. Sometimes it is for a reason. Sometimes it is for a season. And yes, while it's hard to, to release people we love or experiences that we had, but remember, they're mirroring us as we are where we are. So as we evolve, as we exercise the price of freedom, as we go about changing ourselves, some will fall away. Some will continue to journey with us, and some will actually enter because we've made space. We've cleared the way. We've opened the way. Third thing is start with small steps. Often we choose not to act as the task in front of us just seems too big. We become overwhelmed. Or maybe we aren't really clear on what we want, and therefore it is difficult to make a plan to get there. Angel number 177 closely related to the number 0404, can show up to say that we shouldn't get thrown off by the big picture. Don't focus on the destination. Focus on the immediate steps that you need to take. 
Even if you don't know your destination, you know some of the immediate steps that you can take to improve your life. Because we know. We'll know. And so this is really great. It's, it, I, I use this all the time. Source comes to you and says, Lorna, Elizabeth, Colleen, um, and save the world. Save the world. The enormity of that, the fear of that, the unknown of that becomes very overwhelming. It's like, well, I'm just me, and how do I even, and uh, 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 and we never embark. However, when we say, okay, save the world, okay, elf on a shelf, I'm going to put that on the shelf. I'm aware that I'm being asked to save the world. Okay. Okay, soul. Okay, source. Okay, host. What's my first step? It's Wallace D. Waddles. Small acts in great ways. What happens is because we, we've taken our focus off the enormity of, the, of what's before us, and this can be a simple leaving a relationship, moving to a new city, um, transcending an old belief of ourselves, leaving a job to take another one, moving, leaving work to find our, our joy, our works. We remove the focus from the enormity of the greater picture, and we simply focus on the steps that will lead us, that will culminate and deliver us to that destiny, to that location. And then in hindsight, looking back, you go, oh my gosh, I just did X, Y, Z. Oh my gosh, I just saved the world. But because I wasn't focused on saving the world, I just knew that that was the the goal, the destination, the intent. I asked my soul and the and the host, the master weaver, what are the steps for me to get there? And my focus then was on my steps, not on the greater whole. Last but not least, and this is a powerful one, it's number four, and it's trust your intuition when making decisions. You know, the weekly wisdom and insights you're a home for spiritually guided transformation and empowerment. This is about each of our empowerment. It is about you honing that muscle and, and strengthening your trust. Here she's speaking about your intuition. Your intuition is your soul. Angel number 177 can show up when you are struggling to make important decisions. Perhaps there are just too many options on the table, making it difficult to choose. But more likely, we know which option we want, but we don't think that we can choose it for some reason. We don't feel like we deserve it, or we don't have the talent to see it through. We are telling ourselves a story. It is an ego mind personality story, script, belief, informed by our experiences that is keeping us defined, limited, held back, held down. And it's about seeing through all of that, releasing all of that, and trusting our soul, trusting our intuition, so as to deliver us, so as to empower us. The number 177, much like its sister number 717, tells us to follow our hearts and our intuition. We know where we want to go. Deep down, we also know what we are capable of. And it is usually more than we are willing to admit, even to ourselves. See, we have it all. 
it's that question with Marilyn. That's that fundamental relationship, cord, string, soul source connection, spark of the divine is ever present. It is with us before we arrive. It is with us when we leave. It is certainly present and with us as we journey. The difference is, do we trust it? Do we even know it's there? Are we inviting it? Are we invoking it? You know, inviting it in? Are we invoking it? Are we trusting it? The mind will go, oh, chatter, chatter, yes. And the soul just sits quietly. However, the soul, the soul will not be, the soul will not be silent um, much longer because that's not what this 2023, this seven, this seven year, this 177 is all about. And just to give you a quick supporting, I'm, I'm mindful of the time. I just want to give you two last things um, and bring in the rest of your questions, your statements. Hexagram 15, which is what this culminates in. It's a 15 that becomes a 6. Hexagram 15, authenticity, humility. Its action is balance. Finding the balance, the harmony, the balance. Its hidden influence is liberation to untangle. The devil card, the enslavement of the devil card to the lover's card. Liberation, untangle, the price of freedom. Its underlining cause is treading, cautious advance. Cautious meaning to listen to our soul. The soul will know. Advance, hold, go left, go right. It knows. And this is the beauty of that statement. You know, like when you do something and you then in hindsight go, I knew not to do that. Or you'll say the opposite of, I didn't do it, and I knew to do it, and I didn't. That's the soul speaking, and then it's the ego, mind, personality overriding. That's the, that's the lesson you want to uh, learn and, and break, meaning go with your soul. Um, there's a beautiful quote, when you know no boundaries, you will discover no limitations. You will really discover no lack because the soul is ever present. So as we conclude um, today's show, I just want to come back to the last thing that they gave us, which was item number C. And they said, strength, courage, and determination are but a part, a portion. Faith in the unseen is everything. It's fundamental. It's foundational. Blessed are those who do not see, but believe. It's that fundamental soul source connection, guest, host, master weaver, trust, faith. And it is about the master weaver, the host, the all that is, and our connection to it. That is what, because they're saying strength, courage, and determination are but a part, a portion. Faith in the unseen, soul source connection, faith in your soul source connection, faith in that thread, that connection is in capital letters, everything. It's fundamental, it's foundational. So let me just come into some of your uh, final questions and we'll close out the show. Um, uh, Lorna was saying, and then done to others, I'm going to trust and go with the current of my river. Yes, 
You want to be in the flow. You want to absolutely be in the flow of your knowing, of your empowerment, of your soul. Um, she's also saying, Lauren is also saying, has not been easy Capricorn cusp. Yes, just remember, everything is purposeful and divine. It's up to us to see. So again, and, and this is a whole other show, but just re really see from a new perspective. Everything I am, from gender, um, my, my culturally, um, sexual orientation, all of these things, my height, my weight, my hair color, my eye color, my everything about me, everything is purposeful and divine. Your soul sculpted it, created it, brought it in, and thus it's pure. It's, it's a blessing. And it's for us to look deeper. We know what we know until we know. We'll look beyond, look through to see why. Because it will be purposeful. It will be beneficial. It will be a pearl, a gift. There's more to it. Um, Colleen, I have a cat moon with Aries sun, Leo rising, so much drama. <laughs> Well, it's interesting, you know, Aries, sun, first out of the gate, and that's both wonderful and um, can be debilitating because we only know what we know until we know. And so being the first out of the gate on the astrological wheel, it's like both awe-inspiring and fun and fresh, and yet we don't know what we, we don't know what we know, and we don't know what we know until we know. So there's this, it, it can trip us up. Capricorn moon, it's grounded though. That's a good thing. It's earth. It's grounded. It gives you a stability for the emotion. And then a Leo rising, <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like adding fuel to the fire. So um, Colleen, you really, um, they're saying to me, you really came in to make a name for yourself to, to, and when I say make a name for yourself, to demonstrate something. Don't be fearful of your own shadow, your own power, your own empowerment. Just wield it wisely. Wield it with humility and grace and fortitude and innocence. That will allow this double fire, because, you know, it can be fire, the sun, fire the warmth of it, the beauty of it, the awe of it, or it can be uh, Phaeton and, and his father in the, the chariot, you know, it can be scorched earth. It can literally burn, burn out. It can burn out people, scorch out. So be mindful of that to see harmony, balance, how you move forward. Um, the name of the movie is Rise of the Guardians. Um, it's a DreamWorks uh, Paramount Pictures movie. Um, yes, it was already there. Um, Lauren is saying I'm open, but I have times of fear. That's okay. Times of fear are moments of opportunity, moments of reflection, moments of fortitude, moments of grace. Go as your soul guides you, even when it's scary. Because again, sometimes we can't see down and around the corner. That's okay. 
But the soul, the fool card, I'm just going to bring it up again really quickly. Here's the fool card in the innocence. But see, when the fool is stepping out, stepping off this precipice, this cliff, it's not like Wiley e. Coyote, splat. No, because at the bottom of the card, there's the clouds. There's the unseen. There's the master weaver. There's all of the angels. There's all of your, your crew, your family on the other side of the veil. Right there to catch you. Footprints in the sand. Beautiful song, beautiful poem. Footprints in the sand. They carry us when, when we don't even realize we need it. But they're ever present. We just need to be mindful of their presence and to invite them in. Remember, um, universal law. They can't violate our sovereignty. We have to be open. We have to be willing um, to invite them in. To And when we do, numbers, synchronicities, coincidences all come rushing in because we said, "Come in, yes, I'm open to your presence. I'm open to you coming in to help. Um, Lorna saying allow, releasing is as simple as saying I release. Exactly. It can be done in a nanosecond. Um, Colleen saying so strange, the fours and sevens are my birth date and I see them everywhere. Exactly. They're going to be, and how beautiful, four, foundational, and um, seven, this magic, miracles, awe, wonder, opportunity. Um, And she's saying also that has been the life challenge. So just reminded you all this energy right now, and it's really, this is going to permeate because this is, this is speaking to today. Let me just bring this up. This was, this kind of launched the week and then we're going to close it all out. One twenty three twenty three. Look at the power, like just the, the energy and the power of this one twenty three twenty three. And remember, this is 2023. One, seven, seven. One, twenty-five. One, one, twenty-five, twenty-three. One, seven, seven. This is the energy. This is the, the movement. We've got clear sailing, no retrograde planets until latter April. We've got all this movement coming this first half of the year. We have cleared the retrogrades. We are, so we're in this window of rapid, what they said, rapid advancement, change, innocence, embrace the unknown. Here it is. It's on tap. It's on offer. First things first, believe in your transformation, your destiny. Second, the the unseen spirit source symphony is an equal opportunity employer. There's no one excluded. The third, strength and courage and determination are but a part, a portion. Faith in the unseen is everything. It's fundamental and it's foundational. And lastly, believe for belief's sake. Find it at your center, at your core. Because it's about doing the works. When the soul leads, it's not work. It's works. It's joy. It's harmony. It's balance. It's bliss. It's the good stuff. And that is where we are. And with the the inscriptions at the temple of Apollo at Delphi, know thyself, soul self, know thyself, nothing to excess, and certainty brings insanity. So know what you know until you know. Be open, be divine, go as guided, 
Cannot wait to see what's on tap for next week because this is all just building. I, I hope you all can feel the crescendo. If you've been watching and seeing all of this, you can see the crescendo of all of these beautiful energies and what's on tap for all of us. So thank you all so much for being with me, being with us, the Unseen Spirit, Source, and Symphony, and for all of your comments and questions and, and participation, and especially for your time, because I am very appreciative that and very aware and conscious that you make time to be here. Um, and so that's very much respected and appreciated. So until next week, be well and be kind with yourselves and lead with your soul. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting dearjames.com.